As we read the gospel records, we read eyewitness accounts of the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus. In a sense, the gospels are just the beginning of Christ's work. The adventure continues in the book of Acts. In this study with Scott Pauley, we consider the continuing work of Christ through the Holy Spirit, who works through the apostles and the New Testament church. Now, let's get in on the adventure. What is New Testament preaching? There's all kinds of preaching that goes on in our world today, both inside of church buildings and outside of church meetings. But how can you identify what is the, the distinguishing characteristic of New Testament preaching? And the answer to that question is that New Testament preaching always, always points you to Jesus Christ. The great theme of the, the covenant of grace the great theme of the, the Testament given to us in the New Testament Scriptures is the person and work of Jesus Christ. So a person could be a wonderful speaker, and they may even take a portion of Scripture, but if they are not pointing us to the Lord Jesus Christ, then they are not truly a New Testament preacher. Now, let me give a, one little caveat to that. Did you know that you can actually preach and hear preaching from the Old Testament? And it can be New Testament preaching? How is that possible? Because the entire Old Testament was given for one purpose, and that is to point us to the person of Jesus Christ. In other words, the 39 books we refer to as the Old Testament are not to be dispensed with, not to be thrown away. And no, they are foundational to everything that is then elaborated on in the New Testament. The Lord Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of everything God promised through all of the centuries and millennia leading up to Jesus Christ. And how do we know that? Because we get an example of it in the first New Testament sermon. Now, uh, the Lord Jesus, of course, is the New Testament embodied, and so all of his preaching would have been New Testament preaching. But after the ascension, uh, beyond the, the 33 and a half year ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ on earth, the first recorded sermon in the New Testament church is that given on the day of Pentecost by a man named Simon Peter. And Peter stands up in Acts chapter 2 on this famous day when the Holy Spirit is poured out and he preaches the gospel. He is a New Testament preacher, my friend. And his sermon, a New Testament sermon. And how do we know? Because it's all about Jesus. From start to finish, its aim, its subject, is all about the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, let me read just a little bit from Acts chapter 2, beginning in verse 14. It says, But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. Let's get a little context to our text. May we, the, the setting for our story is the previous verses that we've studied already. It's the day of Pentecost. The Holy Spirit of God has been poured out on these New Testament believers to indwell them. Uh, the mark, the characteristic on that day, was that they began speaking the gospel, the message of Christ, the, the truth of the New Testament, uh, in many different languages, languages that they did not previously know, but the Holy Spirit, who knows all the languages, enabled them to speak clearly in so that every person who was in Jerusalem at the time could hear the Word of God in their own language. What a beautiful reminder 
that our God is not prejudiced, uh, that our God is the God of all people. He created all people. He loves all people. Christ died for every man. And the free offer of salvation is to be made to all people. Uh, Look, friends, uh, the Lord doesn't love me and you more than he loves somebody else. His desire is that all men be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. So that's what's going on. There's lots of personal witnessing happening, and it raises a question uh, because these people are so taken back uh, by this sign that the Holy Spirit gives, uh, these multiplied languages speaking the gospel, that in verse 12 they're amazed, some are in doubt, And they start speaking to one another, saying, what meaneth this? Others mocking said, these men are full of new wine. In other words, literally, they're drunk. Uh, They've lost their minds. They're out of their minds. And I love this. Peter stands up and says, no, we're not drunk. We're not out of our minds. We're under the control of the Holy Spirit, and we're speaking to you the word of God. And it's powerful uh, how he begins his sermon. He begins in verse 16 with this expression, but this is that. We'll come back to that phrase later in our study. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. So I love this thought. When he begins, he makes a beeline for the word of God. The Bible says that he he said to them, hearken to my words. And then immediately, what does he do? He gives them God's word. You know, the preacher has nothing to say. That's right. No preacher has anything to say apart from what God has said. Aren't you glad God has much to say? And God speaks through his word. So Peter's sermon was not his own idea, his own um, uh, thoughts, his own explanation. No, Peter's message from start to finish was the Word of God, and it was about the living Word, the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, The Bible says that in verse 14, he said uh, to all the men of Judea and all those that dwell at Jerusalem, uh, be this known unto you. God's heart is that all people hear the Word of God. So New Testament preaching is preaching uh, that comes from the Word of God and for the purpose of helping us know the Lord Jesus Christ in a personal way. Now let me give you three simple little elements today, may I? And if you're a preacher, uh, then judge every one of your sermons this way. And if you listen to preaching, listen for these these key things because this is the, the whole essence of New Testament preaching. First of all, Uh, Write down the word revelation. New Testament preaching always begins with revelation. And by that, I mean God's revelation through his word. It's not that the preacher is saying something. It is that God has already said something. Look, as a preacher, I can just tell you, I'm just a messenger boy. That's all I am. I'm delivering the mail. Uh, But the message comes from God himself. And so we must always begin with God's revelation. I believe that is exactly why Peter, who had much to say, no doubt, and many things on his heart and mind, uh, went directly to the Word of God. Bible preaching, New Testament preaching, should always begin in the Scriptures, not with man's idea. We'll come back to this sermon. We're going to walk through it because it's so rich and wonderful. Uh, But did you know that basically what Peter does is he takes Joel chapter 2, verses 28 to 32, which was written 800 years before, and he simply walks them through that text. He, he takes the word of God from the book of Joel, make note of that, from the Old Testament, and brings them to Jesus. It was Mr. Spurgeon that said, you can take your text from anywhere and then make a beeline for Christ, make a beeline 
for the cross. That's exactly right. So we must begin with revelation. Let every message begin with God's word. This is very important. And then after revelation, you can write down the word explanation because once we read the scripture, God wants us to understand the scripture. And so uh, he begins in the verses that follow to simply explain that portion of scripture and what God is doing in the world. And then he brings them finally, and we'll come back to this, to verse 38 where he says to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And now we come to application. It's been said that the sermon doesn't even begin till the application begins. May I say to you that every time we come to the Word of God, it should follow this progression. We should begin with revelation, read the Word. Then we should discover what that passage is saying, explanation. And then we should take it to heart and personalize it, application. May the Lord help you today, not just when you hear a sermon, but every time you come to the Word of God, to be a New Testament student and a New Testament Christian, seeking to know Christ better through the Word of God. The same is true today as it was then. The Lord is at work in this world through His Holy Spirit, drawing people to Himself. What a privilege as God's children to be a part of what God is doing in this world today. If you'll visit enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find many resources that will equip you as you walk with the Lord. You will find previous podcast series and episodes, full-length Bible messages, and a topical search engine that will aid you in studying Bible subjects. If this podcast is a blessing to you, we hope you will share it with a friend. Be sure to join us on the next episode of this continuing adventure through the book of Acts. Acts.